0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bid Effect. Today, we are rustling up some greenhorns, some mossy horns, and some longhorns because we are talking about Desperados 3. Craig. Yes. Do you prefer beans and cornbread around a campfire
1: or s'mores? Both historical cowboy food. Uh, bean beans and uh, smalls are disgusting, like marshmallows are just fucking disgusting. No one should eat them. And you, dear listener, have witnessed the end of the bit of it. Hey. I, I am a scout leader. I know that I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I just hate them. Okay, wait.
0: What 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 do you use? do you use graham crackers for, for the thing or cinnamon
1: graham crackers? For smalls. Oh, they use, like, uh, chocolate digestives. Oh, that might be better, actually. Yeah, like, two chocolate digestives, melted marshmallow in the middle, smoosh. They they absolutely fucking love it. I uh, toast... See the people that toast a marshmallow then eat the crispy bit off and then re-toast the gooey bit to make it crispy? It gives me, the heebie-jeebies. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Now,
0: hold on. There's no chocolate? You don't put, like, uh, Cadbury chocolate or whatever in in the middle to melt?
1: If you're just eating the marshmallows on a stick. Okay. Yes, you do a surgical procedure, honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, unlike sports, because yeah. you said like chocolate digestives. Oh, and then marshmallow. Yeah,
1: no, the chocolate digestives cover all of the because the two chocolate sides touch the melty marshmallow bit. smoosh, it all melts. They eat it. Oh, it just gives me the bulk.
0: Okay, all right. Um, so the Sorry. bulk is not available as a <laughs> status effect in in Desperados 3 however join us on the other side of this lovely Texas music or Nevada or New Mexico or wherever this takes place I can't remember and we will talk about Desperados 3 is my good friend, Craig. Howdy, partner. Hater of smallers everywhere. Um, okay, so just a little bit of admin beforehand. I'm trying to record this in a new room that makes it a little bit easier for me, but I'm a little terrified this might be echoey. So instead of, you know, doing a test and then sending it to Craig and doing all that, <laughs> we just decided eh, it'll be fine. But if it is terrible, then rest assured that it will be fixed
1: by the next batch. So, I'll I, don't worry. I'll I've got be de echo thing on this, and it'll it'll be fine.
0: What if I fine. record it into one of those toy microphones that are shaped like an oh ice cream cone that make it echo? I
1: don't know if any. Do you do know, the only thing worse than that would be recording it while speaking into a Pringles tube. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, or a Bane face mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so.
1: Desperate I I can't even debate. I wanted the work. <laughs> All
0: right, we are now talked up to the 9,000th white overweight guys with beards who did Bane impressions on a podcast. Awesome! Mm-hmm. All right, Craig, you're going to read us the stats, what? and then we have a heavy discussion about this.
1: I know, I know. Right, so Desper Rados 3, it was developed by me, 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 games, uh, previously of Shadow Tactics, futurely of Shadow Gambit, uh, published by THQ Nordic. They've got a heap of cool people that, you know, work on these kind of things that are, you can look at all the names if you want on wiki. And it was released on Windows, consoles, Linux, Linux and Macs in 2020. And it's a real-time tactics game. Real-time tactics. Yeah, that is right. Real-time tactics. That's what they call it.
0: If you haven't played any of these games before, but you are familiar with, like, older Commandos games, or, well, Shadow Tactics from when that made a splash on the PS4, it's exactly that pretty much, just with a cowboy skin on it Mm -hmm. and some new mechanics-ish. Yeah. Alright, so Craig had a bit of a problem with this. now.
1: Oh, I've, I've I've solidified my problems okay. with this. Don't you worry? Um, I don't know. If, do you think we should hit them up top or as we discuss the game? Oh no, oh, as we discuss it because it's a it's a a thing, a core piece of this game that I just don't like okay. is the issue, and it can be discussed as part of the mechanics in general. It's got nothing to do with the settings or trappings of the game. If we do our usual mechanics chat, it'll all come out in the wash.
0: Okay. All right. So. Uh, to start us off, our history with Desperado. Craig, do you have any with this franchise?
1: No. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever played... I don't even know if there are Desperados games before 3, actually. Come to think of it, is there a Desperados 1 and 2? Yeah, there was <laughs> one guy in Minnesota who played them, and that was it. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. Um, no, not played Desperados. Have played Shadow Tactics and I had the same problem with Shadow Tactics that I did this, it's all become very clear since I put on my podcast analysis hat uh, which is nice because both this and Shadow Tactics I stopped playing at the exact same time and found the exact same problems with it. What if the problem was you trying to play two games at once if you stopped playing them at the exact same time? I mean, you know, the thing is, I really like, because I've got two screens, I've got two consoles and two controllers, and I like my left hand is playing Desperados, my right hand is playing Shadow Tactics, and I do that thing that Apache helicopter pilots do, where their eyes go in different directions. Oh! And I, I, th- I feel like that adds a bit of challenge that I just, I like, I like, but it didn't work this time round. So I take around, it like, you've
0: kind of given up on always be playing Monkey Island with your feet?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. uh, If anything, now I'm down to having to try and play that with my testicles.
0: Oh, don't cross them. I hear that's quite painful.
1: (laughs) Why? Why, Dave? I didn't know about the phrase testicular torsion until a very harrowing story from a colleague, and I can't even... I don't even... I
0: didn't know about it until I was in the hospital and them saying, hey, (laughs) we have to test for this, and I'm like, oh, that sounds awful.
1: It does sound awful. It really is really not great.
0: No. Okay. So testicles aside, um, <laughs> our main character here does have them. We can assume. We're not sure. Yes. We don't want to assume much, but we can assume. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, the way this plays is like I said. It's like Commandos. The 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 new things that this brings, I found I really liked, but I can't really say whether I liked them more because of their flavor or the mechanics themselves. I have played Desperado's... I played one of them. I don't remember if it was one or two. But the lady in this was in it. And I don't know if that helps anybody. But... Kate. Yeah, Kate. Yeah, this is a... Kate, okay. This is a continuation of it. Okay. Um, That's all I remember from it. I remember going, Ah, I don't like it as much as Commandos. And that was it. But I did like the cowboyness of it. Um... Okay, so this the way the actual game is laid out is very much like Shadow Tactics. You're moving from place to place. These are big open maps, and it's kind of uh, make your way to this place with either being as lethal or as non-lethal as you want. Um, they're very much just open playgrounds, and your characters all have a moveset that you can utilize in different ways. The way I utilize them is shooty, shooty, bang, bang, you're dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh that here's, where, here's where the issues start, because you used the phrase there, open playground, and the more you think about it, the more it's not.
0: It's an open... Okay, so it's, <laughs> it's set piece to set piece with a playground yeah. in the middle.
1: I think, yeah, so what you've got is you've got puzzles, essentially. You've got two guys standing talking to each other and a prescribed... Move set from one, two, three, whatever many characters that the game has told you that you've got to use, and you've got to know what tools to use to distract, or get rid of, or sneak round, or kill these two guys to move on a wee bit of space to get to the next puzzle, which is it's great. It's great. It's a really, really great framework for this kind of game. Shadow uh, Shadow Tactics did the exact same thing, and. I like it. I like it. It's just I I don't like it as a game, I think, is what my problem was. Anyway, I'm going to get too much into the problems of it. but I will try to uh... You can keep keep me happy. No, you can keep... Well, thank you. Um, You can keep the happiness. I'll try to moderate
0: (laughs) between that. Uh, Okay, so uh, immediately I have to push my glasses up and say, um, actually. Okay, so there are like optimal ways to solve every puzzle There is the optimal way of Oh, if I just lure this guy I can crush him with a boulder Which then I can set off the dino Like there are kind of uh, Rube Goldbergian ways mm-hmm. Of doing each set piece There's also the like super meticulous way Which is once you unlock Kate You can one by one Just start luring people to their death Yeah, Because that's how I did like New Orleans Sorry, Knowledge.
1: Yeah. It's uh, at, at some point in the game they reference how they can't believe that so many people can be stalled in one bush. <laughs> there's a there's a <laughs> lot of
0: people storing.
1: At some point in one of the mission, the one of the early missions, I think I had about fifteen or twenty people in a single bush, and it's great because you can see people's outlines, and when you put someone in a bush, you see their outline slowly sink into the ground. They just they are no longer. Like an enemy, if they walk into that bush, will not trip over a body that is out of the out of the equation as soon as you get the body into a bush, and I love it. I, th- I think that's brilliant. Well, I
0: think that they really captured the historical uh, fast compostness
1: of the old mm-hmm.
0: west. Like if you laid on the ground yeah. even for a nap, twenty seconds, yeah. bam, you're composted. It wasn't uh, great.
1: I- I would say as well, in that example, an enemy tripping over a body isn't going to mean much because one of the most hilarious aspects of this game is you can drop a boulder on Timmy and Jonathan, who's standing two feet away talking to him, just goes, oh... Oh, well, that happened, and then just st- Yeah, sucks there. to be him. <laughs> <laughs> sucks to be him. I'll keep. I'll keep guard on this post. I'm not going to go and get help. I'm not going to wonder what happened. I'm just going to stand here. You no, know, life
0: was cheap in the old west. <laughs> um, so, um uh, the, the like the way I ended up playing, most maps were completely empty by the time I got to what would be the yeah. end set piece. So I had free reign <sighs> to do whatever I wanted. Generally, that free reign involved Hector because Hector uh. is my bro. Hector and Isabel, like I'll, that's all I needed for the whole game. Were those two, and any time yeah. I got stuck with Captain Martin Sheen, the Doctor, um, mm-hmm. just oh, couldn't use him effectively. He just ended up sitting at camp like the entire yeah.
1: time. I the game does do a good. Like I did, I played like near the end I looked at a mission list and I'm on four missions from the end at the start of chapter 3 and I'm just like I'm putting this down because I'm just going to hate it even more but um, they do a good job of saying no you do not have Dave I knew as soon as I saw Hector wasn't in the roster I'm like ha Dave ha Uh, Hector's not there. Hector is a big beefy boy. Um, The the characters in this all have their own move sets, but they also have different physical attributes. Hector can carry two bodies and huck them over a cliff and get rid of them, whereas the Doctor, Doc McCoy... And they make they make reference to it in the game. He can only do the thing where he puts his hands underneath his armpits and drags someone. He can't even throw someone. He can just very slowly drag. And it becomes a game of figuring out what people you've got to combine the powers. Um, Kate, for example, can knock people out but can't hog tie them, so they event she kicks them. But she can't then keep them down.
0: She doesn't kick them. She nut <laughs> crunches them, dude.
1: <laughs> it's true. But whereas John, that your first protagonist, the, the main cowboy girl boy guy, he can hog tie your enemies. So Kate could kick them, John could tie them, and that's that guy out of the equation. So there's all these different ways to finagle things, and. It, it, it's a great cast and a great move set between the people. Um, I, none of my problems lie within any of those side of the mechanics. I don't know. Will we talk about each of them individually, just as people or what? Yeah, yeah,
0: that, that's fine. Like, with... I definitely had my favorites, but that was mm-hmm. like, like, okay, so, um, Hector, I liked not only because of his uh, the way he was written. Like, I liked the attitude of that guy. He's just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I'm a great guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that bear trap. That bear trap oh, is the best that's thing that's ever invented. Um, uh-huh.
1: Again, enemies cannot see a bear trap which goes up to their waists when it I was closes. Say, they okay, can-
0: four and a half
1: foot <laughs> bear trap. <laughs> bear trap. Did Did Brilliant. So yeah, Hector. He's got that. He's got an axe. He's big. He's gruff. He's he draws people in. And then just lets them get And the shotgun. And it, the shotgun is yeah. Oh, the shotgun, yeah. Um. We've got John Cooper, the main cowboy guy. He's a bit of a jack of all trades, I think, because he's got a knife for a bit of a ranged attack. You know, he can cut ropes with his knife as well to drop boulders on people. He's got what else has he got? He's got his gun, the coin. He can distract he can flip people. The coin. Yeah, the coin. You can flip the coin to distract. So the the way the enemies work is is on that old school amazing um view cone. So on the mini map, you can see what every enemy can see. Actually on the on the ground where you're running about, you can see where everyone can see. And it makes stealthing a lot easier. So you can you know that if you just run at that angle that way Although, in reality, that person can probably see you. In the mechanics and world of this game, they can't see you. Works a treat. So, John flicks his coin, everyone looks over into the corner, the view cones all disappear, and you sprint to the next bush. And
0: it's no, a, a good boy.
1: good the people.
0: <laughs> you don't sprint to the next bush. There's a problem okay. Um, yeah, like, like, John, I didn't find much use for because he wasn't super specialized. He was just Mm -hmm. kind of, well, if I have to use him, I'm probably going to use the knife. Um, in terms of, like, boy, this is a weird category. Body carrying speed? He is very much (laughs) between, like, Doc and Hector. He's just kind of, okay. And, and you will end up doing that thing where you distract to drag a body through somebody's vision. Yeah. Um... I think he was very boring as a character, and I also think the main story of this is, I don't know if it was on purpose or by accident, it is the stereotypical Western revenge oh, yeah. story.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I get, again, I don't like Westerns too much, but I don't hate them. But I could see, oh my God, I've only seen a few Westerns in my life, and I think I've seen all of this already. Uh, the, the, one, the one story beat that I did like was interrupting Kate's wedding. Uh, so we probably move on to Kate. She's not the next character you meet, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kate um, is super do-
0: fiddly, I found. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it would... Like, if you too quickly turn a corner while you're luring somebody, sometimes it'll break.
1: Yeah. Um. Actually, do you know what? That fact, on a slight side note, because I started this on PS4, five, PS5, and then very quickly... Not very quickly, it was still a good halfway through the game, or third of the way through the game, moved on to PC, and a lot of problems that I had on the PlayStation were mitigated by a keyboard and mouse, with individual buttons bound to every single action. Um, ...quickly hit space bar to move into slow-mo mode... ...you know, every key you could just assign... ...okay, I've got seven quick slots... ...all my stuff's there... ...I hit S, I'm distracting... ...I hit A, I'm throwing a knife... ...I hit D, I'm doing that... ...it was very, very, very good... ...and the only penalty was I actually really liked... ...thumbstick running about for stealth... It make, ...it feels better... ...whereas on PC you're clicking where you want to run... ...and that wasn't as fluid a process... No,
0: it, it might end up, like, being one of those games where the hybrid of controller for movement and keyboard for mm-hmm. actions might be oh, best yeah, for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Of I no, no, that's fine. Well, while, while, while we're on it, I haven't played a game like this on a PC since uh, the little Packard I'm Bell, Bell, Bell guy was on the side of my computer. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, as for how it feels on the controller, because I, I do play a lot of strategy games on controller, this is all right. It, it's not reinventing anything. Like, if you looked at the game and went, oh, I bet you I know the control scheme, you're probably on point. It's mm-hmm. a lot of wheels. It's a lot of holding to initiate things. It's a lot of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. But,
1: Kate! Anyway. Kate, yeah. Uh, do you want to do Kate, Matt? Okay, I will. Sorry I would, about that. I, I would, I'm, sorry. I'm more it's of an a terribly Isabel childish talk. Right, I'll, you, I'll leave Isabel for you. So Kate, Kate O'Hara is your, what you think, damsel in distress. You're crashing her wedding. she's been sold off to get married to the mayor for political reasons and all this garbage. But what it turns out is she is a kick-ass assassin. She's faking it. You know, she's there to kill the mayor. Because he's doing dodgy dealings with her family land and all this kinda all this Western bullshit that you see in every single other thing that you've ever seen. Um and she is great, so she can kick people. She can perfume people, which will kinda temporarily blind and distract people around about her or in, in the zone where she is. And she basically can walk up to anybody within reason. We'll get onto the enemy types, and we will, but anyone and flirt with them and distract them, which is pretty good because, as Dave said, with Kate, John, or any Hector hiding in the bush and an unlimited amount of enemies getting sucked into a bush, you just turn into a death machine. Kate lures, John kills, oh, yeah. bush eats. Kate lures, <laughs> John kills, bush eats. <laughs> to, it's a very right. tedious
0: but very <laughs> methodical way to play.
1: yeah. Uh, It it really is. Um, That's Kate. Before you get onto Isabel, because I think Isabel's a special case, because she's left to the end of the game, or the last one you meet, because she has the best character. Oh, hell. hell. uh, Doc McCoy is your weird, creepy, Western, gigantic, hatted doctor. He's got a bag that he can put down, and if an enemy or some enemy type see the bag, they go, oh, what is that bag? And they walk over to the bag, and they look in it, and they get stunned. Great. And he
0: sounds like Martin Sheen. He does. So that's a bonus. Uh, he, he's also your sniper he, of the team. He is.
1: Um, and which I don't find super useful because it's quite loud. It's loud. And he's only got five bullets. And then you need to find more bullets on the stage. And you can spend three or four bullets to get to an ammo box. <laughs> it's a top of a thing or something. It's like, oh.
0: <laughs> and and I mean, plus that brings up the, the fact that you can tell what enemies the developers figured people were going to go for on the snipes. Like, um, you can't really snipe an enemy and then have people go, oh, okay, yeah, that happened. They generally are like, uh-oh. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, it almost puts them in, like, I saw footprints mode.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Which can kind of, unless you're playing super long range and you just shoot one person and then you wait three minutes and then you shoot another. Like, it does tend to mess with you more often. He, But, um, also has, I think, the quickest quiet kill. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he injects somebody with, <clears throat> let's call it Drano. Why not? Injects them with Draino <laughs> and they just <clears throat> fall over dead. Um. Yeah.
1: And he can also heal the other characters yes. in case you get into combat. But side note: if you get into combat, you probably just have to reload a quick save. I'm sorry, what? If you get
0: into combat, so so what you're saying is you did not set up like death corridors for people, where you lure them in. Hector jumps out from half. behind a bush, goes <laughs> kablam.
1: Let us talk about this after you talk about Isabel. Okay,
0: Isabel, my okay, so. Some of the quickest ways to Dave Dave's heart is voodoo. For some reason, like, voodoo is the coolest thing in the world. I love it. I love Trolls and Warcraft. I lo- I, I even liked the Steven Seagal movie Mark the Kill because it had voodoo in it. Like, like it's just, vo- voodoo's cool. Steven Seagal is not. He's a monster. But he did a voodoo movie. So, eh, okay. He comes out in the wash. Uh, Isabel is this... <sighs> uh... Okay, hmm... Hmm. Huh. Okay, um, Voodoo is this really cool archetype of the old wizened black lady who is just seen it all. And she is not impressed by anything you can do. And while you're at it, she'll probably kill you. I uh, Like, it's a really cool character in this setting. Because she is a female practitioner of the voodooic arts. Uh, not the hoodoo, just the voodoo. Hoodoo, you do. Now... What makes her super cool in this game besides her character is the fact that she can do this thing like soul links to people with a massive range. And what it does is basically turns one person into a voodoo doll for the other person. So if you kill person A, person B over there will die. And brilliant. that is the key to unlocking yeah. this entire game. It goes from being a, I have to be semi-cautious to, <laughs> oh, you, you turn into Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. You just start off people left and right. And because then um, beforehand, pairs were a problem. If you don't want to go loud with Hector, pairs could be a problem. In this, nope. And you hit them with a the little blow dart and it links them. And pooh, the only problem I had with her mechanics, right, were that Link not appearing as fast as I used the ability. Okay. So, like, you would hit them with the dart, and it takes a second for that Link to form. And a lot of times it was like I wanted to hit, kill really quick, and it, I just got, you know, borked a little bit.
1: Mm. See, Other the, than that, she... Oh, God. I was going to say, the only problem I had with that mechanic was the fact that very obviously... For the majority of missions henceforth, collecting her. Uh, there were now trios of guys walking about instead of duos in a very obvious move. It, it pissed me off ever so slightly because I thought, this person is so cool, very powerful. Oh, three people. But oh, it, Craig! It, yes. No, no,
0: no, no. You see, you, you missed. Okay, so what you need to do is let's say you have John and Isabel because you do in the swamp level for a bit, if I remember right. Yeah, you have like. Uh, McCoy up on the top left and then John and Isabel at the bottom. You link two of them then you knife one, run up and slice the other guy with Isabel and then all three are dead.
1: Like like that spirit link effectively removes yeah. a person I, I get, and you just need to kill two. I get that but I, I wasn't really trying to kill a lot of people. Like killing people that's Killing people is not my faulty. Um, you are an American. I know. To be fair. Like I started this game very earnestly and honestly, trying to get through without killing a soul. And you can do. Ew. I know. I know. What can I say? I'm. I'm a gentle. I'm a gentle giant. Uh, do, but like on on a stealth game, you think, "Yep, I'm going to try." Because there's there's many other game, like coming on to final thoughts later on. You can compare this to a few different stealth games at various levels. And it has its place in there, but one of the places it doesn't have is being a completely stealthy game. Like, I think at times, your hand is forced to kill.
0: Oh, yeah. well That's also kind of the genre.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I don't think... uh, I think it's kind of like Dishonored, right? Where Mm -hmm. you could do a ghost playthrough... But that's not
1: really how the game was designed. See, that's one of the one of the it is, it is Dishonored, but the way Dishonored is structured, you actually and works, you can do a ghost run quite successfully. Whereas this is a lot more fiddly to do and because of the you've got a lot more freedom in Dishonored. Oh, this is this is I've been thinking about this for quite some time in the shower today. Um as well. You like you can totally and utterly have freedom to do what you want in Dishonored, but in Desperados, because you get st- you've get you got your roster that Hit prescribes for you, you've only got that limited tool set, and no real freedom, because instead of ha- um, a lot of enemies on a big wide-open map having pathing things, you've got a mostly linear track of puzzles, which the other thing that I liken it to is the Go games, like Hitman Go, you know, that like, I can definitely see. Yeah, and and it's when you look at it like that, you've you've got this what looks like an open thing with lots of tools, but in reality, you're Agent Forty Seven and Hitman Go, and you've just picked up the bottle to distract a guy to change his path to move forward, without any real freedom. And okay. I know, I know I'll know. probably overthink these things ever so slightly, but because I've got a great, the, like, again, the other Hitman, the new Hitman, that's an open sandbox of possibility when it comes to stealth or not stealth. And it, Desperados doesn't hit that either. So I think it, it kind of pulls in these wee threads and these wee ties to these games, but it doesn't ever beat any of those games and what it offers. All right. So, <laughs> Sorry, I just went full.
0: No, no, no. You you are to stealth what I am to strategy or yeah, fighting king. Yeah, yeah. the... Okay, but I have to poke a few holes in the veneer.
1: Poke away. Right. This is this is Ooh, why we're here. Oh. <laughs> um
0: okay, so you are ex You're treating dishonored like if you look at it like a math equation, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying both the pre-equal sign and the post-equal sign, I can't remember what the numbers are, it's like sum and Uh equation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, are both blank
1: and you fill in whatever you want. I'm having to... um... Not quite, not with Dishonored, not quite that. Dishonored still very much has those set pieces and prescriptions and way to do things unstealthily. Like, you can't not kill a guy but you can incapacitate them in another really convoluted, scripted way. I'm not saying that it's completely free. What I'm saying is that it feels more free. It feels like you have the choice to do X, Y, and Z, whereas in Desperados, you've only got the choice to do X and Y. So it's not... It's, okay. it's What I'm saying is that they're similar, but Desperados has just reined in ever so slightly.
0: Okay. All right. The only problem I have is... Dishonored Ghost Mode mm-hmm. almost feels like something players found that the developers didn't support. Most of the powers in Dishonored point you towards either lethal stealth or full-on combat.
1: No, you play Dishonored yes. so wrong. Like Dishonored is an even split between stealth and kill people if you fancy, but you can equally knock people out. Or... Yeah, but
0: the game no 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 because no. because like
1: the game doesn't give you a full useful move set for ghost. I can't speak to Dishonored two because I think that sort of does. Uh, yeah, Dishonored two definitely does. Right and fine. Do you know what? What I'm going to do? I'm going to edit two into every single time I've said Dishonored b- before <laughs> now, and you'll sound like a fanny. Um... Oh, I will anyway, <laughs> sir. So check in, mate. No, um, I okay. I don't want to get too fiddly about it. I'm just trying to. Kind of vaguely, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I just my my main thing with this, and what were we talking about? Generally, the mechanics of people and how you solve the puzzles. My main problem is there's only a few ways you can do it, and all of them are kind of fiddly. Like if you want to set up a man-eating bush, set up the man-eating bush, and then spend. Fifteen twenty. I watched a couple of speedruns, levels, and everyone just kills everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: but you're like you you are like playing Hitman, complaining mm-hmm. that you always have to kill the guy in the end. Like that's kind of
1: what the game is. Yeah, I know, but it's. it's not- a- Hitman, Hitman's a different. Don't, don't you even bring Hitman into this? Because oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. I'm sorry. That's Hitman. like playing Deus Ex. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, and yes. complaining
0: that you had to kill the bosses back when before gotcha. they gave
1: Deus Ex that X, option. Uh, my, uh, Human Revolution, it forced yeah. you to kill like or two even bosses. Invisible War, to be fair. Uh, and that really, that hurt me, in the same way that that Desperados is hurting me. It forced you to do something while pretending that it's an open-world, fancy sandbox-type thing when it's not.
0: But isn't that like me getting upset that Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't have any turret sections? <laughs> Maybe. Like, you're you're coming to this game not not necessarily saying, all right, game, how do you want to be played? You're coming to a game just because it has the word stealth in it, expecting the way you oh, no. want to play.
1: No, no, it was billed as a stealth choose your but own way. I know, but like a stealth choose your way to play. It. Are you going to kill? Are you going incapac- to incapacitate? How are you going to get through this level? And then it gives you like a jigsaw that only has one option.
0: Oh, that is that is severely <laughs> unfair. That is severely, I know that is I, some Ratchet I, and Clank is a better Zelda than Zelda. i already
1: take. I take that back. I take that back.
0: I like. I know what you're saying. Like this does not play the okay. The definition of stealth is not what you have as the definition of stealth.
1: No, but even at that, I didn't expect stealth. I didn't expect 100 stealth. I just expected freedom. Um.
0: I would okay. I I can. I'll agree with you that the cone of freedom is a lot narrower yeah. than you would think going in.
1: Exactly, and I think that it would be it would be a bit like, and there isn't an example of this that I just can't put to the tip of my brain. But it's like playing something build as uh choose your own path first person shooter. Will you do this, will you do this? But then when you get down to the nitty-gritty, it's it's a corridor shooter and you just a linear point A to point B. It feels like that kind of So Mass Effect. Three, yes. Sorry, what? Mass Effect three. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Boy, we're just not agreeing on anything today. <laughs> anyway, let's let's I mean we yes. can we can switch desperados with... Back to Desperados, Mm -hmm. I just... That, what we've just spoken about there, was kind of... what, And as I said, it's what happened with Shadow Tactics. I got bored of loading in the map, seeing what characters I had, seeing where everyone was and going, aha, that's what I need to do, and then just having to do it. Yeah,
0: well, okay... So, yes, it does have more in common with a puzzle game where, as in, like, oh, I see the solution, mm-hmm. the problem is going to be executing. Yeah. Okay.
1: I get that. That That's a very succinct way to say what my problem is, and it, and it is dressed beautifully. Why... Okay, so this is what the meat of the conversation about this
0: game is. Because, like, truth be told, I'm not super on this game. Like, like this is something I played, I enjoyed it at the time, and then I put it on the mm-hmm. shelf. Uh, it's not like, oh, I love this game. Um, and it's been like that for, like, every game in this genre.
1: Um, but. But. I'm going to say, just to slide into the conversation, I am totally going to pick up Shadow Gambit when it comes out, and I'm going to try again because I like pirates. <laughs> you know, and that's They're the... not
0: just pirates, sir. They are undead pirates, and that, that makes is... them better.
1: I know. It's the same developer. It is the same genre. It will be probably the same engine and the same XYZ. I will still buy that game and try my darndest because I really... it's something I really want to like. I really, really want to like it. And they're incredibly rare, to mm-hmm. be fair. Yeah.
0: Okay, so then why why does this not twig the same thing in your brain that's something like uh, things that have predatory stealth? So, like, your Spider-Mans, your Batmans, your, like, any other superhero, I guess. Like, those kind of stealth where it's not... The object is to kill Mm -hmm.
1: everyone, but silently. I think, well, both those games, Batman and Spider-Man, they they both have that very, you've entered a stealth section. You could jump down there and kick people, but you'd probably get cannoned to death or X, Y, Z. So what you're going to do is creep about the shadows and kill people quickly. But you can clear a room in Spider-Man in like 30 seconds by webbing them up and, you know, like special attack, drop attacking people. Same with Batman. So is it, it the tediousness? I think it might be the tediousness. It might be... I can see exactly what I need to do within 20 seconds of this puzzle, but it takes 10 minutes to execute. (laughs) I think that's where it falls down for me.
0: But Okay, all right, all right. I am not a puzzle game savant, Uh but that's most puzzle games, right? Like, if, if you fight a boss in Bloodborne... You can see its move set and go. Oh, I know exactly what I have to do. The problem is now executed. Like, oh. that's video games.
1: Yeah, no, but that's that's completely dark. your way. Your way. That's not a puzzle because that is down to finger um, skill dexterity and dexterity. Whereas if you see, like, take a jigsaw for example, you see the picture that you're trying to build. You see yeah. a thousand pieces, but you your brain in no way, shape, or form can immediately go. Well, that because be, you need to dig and you need to figure out what piece clicks into what piece, or if you do a hidden, remember the the hidden box puzzle thing that I sent you. If you get yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you need to read and investigate or figure out, and then start to build a picture of how it's all coming together. Or you play the sinking city, and you've got to go at the library, but you've no fucking idea where it is, so you have to go to a, you know, like phone box Ooh. to find a phone book, or if you play Hitman. And you've got to go and kill that guy. And there are 500 different ways to do it. And you've got to figure things out and react on the fly. It's so Or much, kill everyone. Or kill everyone. It's so much different. Like, I like the Hitman Go games and Tomb Ra- Croft Go and all of that. But those games are very much the same. You load in, you see where everyone's moving, and you go, right, I know exactly what I need to do. Click, 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 click. I find it much more boring if it is just an overt puzzle in that sense. I don't understand how your brain works, sir. Uh, And (laughs) you do, ah,
0: really. Well, one of us should know. (laughs) Well, probably. Um, Yeah, like, like all all of that that you explained to me Uh is so foreign to me. Okay. Because that's not, like, okay. uh, First, like, I can't stand jigsaw puzzles because they're just the process of elimination. They're incredibly boring. There's no stimulation there. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. The same thing for something like Sudoku. It's just like, ah, it's just the process of elimination. Hitman, to me, is not the vast open ground that you see it as. Mm -hmm. For me, you load into level, you go, oh, there's my target. All right, what's the most effective way to kill him? I, I don't have... The flair for creativity in that. Yeah. And if you saw any of my Minecraft or Terraria <laughs> worlds, you would agree. Yeah. They are all box houses. I, just,
1: I want to slide down again and just say Hitman is an exceptional example of this because it actually shows you the faulty different ways you can really weirdly incapacitate someone, and it's brilliant. Just to see. Yeah,
0: okay. But like, even that, when you have what were they called? Hitman stories? Yeah, yeah. My brain immediately says, well, why? I can just shoot them. Like, so, we're very different people on this. And this...
1: Oh, God. No, I keep interrupting you. I'm very sorry. You go... It's fine.
0: Like, this style (laughs) of game caters... You just said, go ahead, you son of
1: a bitch.
0: (laughs) 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 Like, this style of game caters to a... All right, I see the problem. I know the solution. How am I going to do it? Which is the way I approach most video games.
1: Yeah. I think... I where this game shone, and it might further give you insight into how my brain works or what I'm looking for, was where the game shone was when I read the trophy list and found all a list of all of the special ways to kill or incapacitate people, to drop the church bell on the guy or to you know, like to do X, Y, Z, to do this, that, or the other, and then it became a, I don't just need to clear this place, I need to figure out how to position that guy in the perfect place to do this, to get there, to figure out how to activate that church bell, to do that. That is where the game shone, when it gave you a, a kind of framework of something special to do in that level, rather than just go and kill him.
0: Okay, now, mm. looking at my trophy list... Uh-huh. Uh, the only trophies I really have are, um, kill one thousand guards. Holy fuck! Kill fifty <laughs> guards with the environment. <laughs> Hide five hundred bodies. Oh my like, god! That is the way. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did get the kill five guards at once with dynamite. Oh,
1: there we um, go. <laughs>
0: So, like, yeah, those are the... Oh, I enjoy this game. I want to squeeze a little more out of it. Uh-huh. And so I'll do the weird environmental kills.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like, I would never... I would see a kill 500 people trophy on this game and go, that's a really weird trophy to have in this game. Who's going to do that?
0: Now, see, I saw that trophy <laughs> and went, all right, bing,
1: 999
0: left. Bing! <laughs> like, like, it was just... So this may be a thing where this, kind of like how um, there are like some strategy games that you get, like Mm -hmm. Wasteland or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then there are other ones like StarCraft where you're just like, yeah, nope, nope, Uh nope. Um, This might be a, this is the closest to my flavor of stealth. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And for you, you find the bounding box of it extremely limiting. Mm -hmm. Um, What I find super limiting, not super liminal is in this one the locations yep like video games (laughs) need more places like new orleans Uh they need more places like the swamp we don't need another desert we don't need another town full of bandits that we have to clear out one by one like there's a lot of cool things they could like the wedding it's a great mm-hmm. set piece. Like, yeah. like, how many times have you done that?
1: Do you know Do you know what the trophy is in the wedding thing? Uh-huh. Uh, you kill the mayor guy, and then Kate and John drag them all the way to the wedding photographer, and then pose Kate and the dead mayor and force the photographer to take a photo of them.
0: Now, <laughs> while that is funny, <laughs> I have to ask why.
1: Why? No one in their right mind would ever... It's not something you would ever naturally do in any playthrough ever.
0: I guess unless you were super involved in the story. But... No, yeah, like that to me is like, well, that's a waste of time. That Mm -hmm. is time I could be using playing other games. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, for me, the... the, um, uh, Like, New Orleans was fun because oh, cool, I've never... And video games do not do Creole at all. Like... Like Or they do a half-assed Red Dead Redemption style Creole. As opposed to, oh wow, hey, this is a really New Orleansy kind of thing. And no, I've never been to New Orleans. So, it could be completely wrong. I don't know. But, I have driven through Louisiana. Hmm. And let me tell you what. The amount of voodoo and sausages stuffed with weird things that I saw, <laughs> I think I have a flavor for the place. Um... And I've been to Lake Pontchonchang. Pontchonchang? Ponchon. I'm trying to remember how Gabriel Knight said it. Lake Pontchonchang? Turns out, Tim Curry, not the best at pronouncing real. I don't know what you're saying. Lake
1: Chen. <laughs>
0: If you say it like the whitest white person that's ever existed, <laughs> it would be Lake Ponton Train. <laughs> but since they shortened everything to like Nolens, mm-hmm. it's Lake Ponton Train, I think. Okay, okay. Um, You need to play Gabriel Knight, okay? just Yeah, just get yeah I know what to do. I do. Um, not a good stealth game, though.
1: No. Terrible okay, stealth so
0: game. when I find the end, uh, what's it called? Set piece mm-hmm. for this game, um, I found was really thematically fun. I wish there were more set pieces like that as opposed to here's a group of two guards, here's a group of three guards, but they have a guy watching. Like there wasn't enough kind of scratch your head puzzle moments for me and go, okay, how am I going to kill like nine people at once with two people?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's your default. How am I going to kill these nine people? Did you see these people?
0: They are bad people.
1: How am I going to incapacitate or sneak around these people?
0: So basically what you're saying is how am I going to inconvenience myself (laughs) so these terrible people can commit more atrocities is what you're saying.
1: Uh, Okay, right.
0: Point t- like point like t- no, no 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 we're going to we're going to hash this out buddy uh-huh. because uh dear dear listener we are playing wasteland 3 together and craig's moral compass after baldurs gate 3 mm-hmm. after playing that through with the man has the weirdest moral compass i have ever yeah. seen in my life it's like all right let's not kill these bandits but a slaver got to go <laughs> we will start everything on fire to kill this slaver. Yeah. I mean, slavers are
1: bad people.
0: But inflicting massive emotional violence on this person for slightly more XP?
1: (laughs) Acceptable. Oh yeah. I mean, there is a point in your moral compass that goes, it weighs against the XP available. Um or the, or if you've googled no, just yours if you've googled the outcomes, you know what loot you're gonna get dependent on how the nope,
0: <laughs> <you're here> <laughs>
1: um i am i'm playing through cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and I'm in the d l c in phantom Liberty, and it gives you a very very big choice, and it is very clear that morally you side with the Less cool, less loot intensive, less everything thing because you want to do the right thing or you can do the other thing. And that I actually sat on that for quite some time this morning before finally making the right moral decision because it was so tough. It was so, so tough to Okay, do.
0: so my gut is now saying Craig went the evil path because his morally right. Okay, so. Craig, I think I figured the reason why you don't like killing people is you are just as morally grey as the people that you could be killing. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I sympathise with them.
1: (laughs) Look, this guy's got a family. He's got to eat. Yeah, I think But the difference is, like, see in Wasteland when the slaver popped up? That was a written, named character hunting down a little girl that escaped. And I'm like, no, fuck you, hen. Nameless Bandit. I'm like, I don't even know you. I don't care. You're not worth my time. Um, when it comes to not killing anybody, something like your Dishonored Stealth Run or Dishonored 2, Completely Stealth Run or Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, not killing anyone through the entire game, which I always bring up, has been some of my crowning amazing achievements, not only in terms of actually doing it, because doing it is fucking tricky, but that the game allows you to do it, I think, just gives it an extra star. It pops above everything else, giving you the freedom to play a game with a gun in your hand, never killing anyone. It's so cool. It's so cool. Now,
0: okay, so Craig, to me, that is equivalent to you saying, "Hey, Dave, Dave, I made a working car out of toothpicks," <laughs> and I'm like, "Why? Why?" <laughs> um, like, like, yeah, like, like, in that regard, way more skilled at those games than I am. Um. Or are you? Because I can, you know, kill 13 people in two seconds and it <laughs> takes you all game to kill one. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, like, like I think that's what it's going to boil down to here is you do not like having that choice taken away from you.
1: Yeah, 100%. My, my mental um, issues, let's put it that way, mean that if someone well, has
0: a negative connotation. It does, man. doesn't it?
1: Sorry, my, uh, my mental superpowers mean that go. if I say I am going to hoover the living room and Laura comes down the stairs and she goes, Craig, can you hoover the living room? Immediately, I'm not doing it. Can't do it. Won't do it. I, I My brain will just shut down. It'll be like, I, there's no way in hell I'm hoovering this living room because someone asked me to do it. Or if someone tells me to do something at work that I'm already in the middle of doing, I just down tools and can't do it. I, I really struggle really hard if I don't... If I get forced to do something instead of it being my own decision. Let's see, again, completely different from my brain because if I'm, I'm
0: vacuuming the living room mm-hmm. and Kelsey comes down and says, she goes, oh, hey, can you vacuum the living room? It's like finger guns in the... Already got it. And then you're like, yeah, I already did it. Like, like it's not, it's not a, oh yeah,
1: I'm like, fuck you. I'm doing shit. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't,
0: I don't have that.
1: Yeah, it just, I, and I can't, I can't control it. My brain actually shuts down. Like, I, I could physically feel frozen from not doing something, and my brain just says, I was gonna do that, but now that someone said you should do that, I just, I just can't. It's like having that choice taken away totally shuts me down it's really weird right. I should probably go so and see we've someone
0: so what um, no because you probably won't kill them if you have to you're just going to sit there
1: and be like ah, I'll just walk around pick um, in the psychiatrist <laughs> what loot um, have you got
0: and you don't even put a grenade in their pocket like you don't even play that fun middle ground Um, no yeah it's almost like we're two different people I know that's the best we can come up with. Uh, I, hopefully this is a little bit of an insight into where our opinions come from. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, so that um, just um, unopinionated opposition, I guess, would be the best way to put it, right? Like, like, like it's just I am structurally opposed to what people tell me to do. Yeah. That seems like video games would be the worst hobby in the world for you. Mm-hmm. I... Because like... It's right there on the screen. Look, you're playing Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm.
1: What else are you gonna do but kill the monster? Yeah, I know. Don't don't quit don't question it. It's not like it's not like Chi says, Oh go and hunt a Lambra Jagabon, and I'm like, no bitch. Uh there's a subtle line between so someone telling you to do something or being forced down a specific path like I can choose how to kill or hunt the dragon, I can choose how to do this, if a tick box comes up in Hitman to say "You, you photograph these three people I'll do that, I lo- my brain loves a list, see if I get presented with a list of things to do that says do these ten things, I'll do it, it's not a problem and that's Craig, why... you're I, hurting my brain right now <laughs> I know, that, that's why things like um, open world RPGs make my brain just go, oh, this is amazing, because it gives you a big list. That's why the Far Cry thing happened, and I got obsessed with playing every single Far Cry game, apart from Far Cry Primal, because someone told me Um, to play it. Um, I'm just going to sit here and rage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it it just there's something there's something about the way I approach it. like those games are open and free and you can do what you want but at the end of the day you've got all these dots and all these tick boxes to do I do it I just didn't it, whatever it is in Desperados whatever it's the structure or the obviousness of the fact that it's just puzzle to puzzle to puzzle just put me off and as soon as it did my brain shut down that's okay. and I can't explain this- it
0: Well, 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 if you could, you could probably make a million dollars writing Uh, a self-help book. But, like, I'm wondering if this is where some of the dislike of prescriptive games comes from for you. For, like, okay, this is a dumb analogy, but, like, your problem with fixed jump arcs. Yeah. Because that means you have to jump from this specific spot to do it. You can't you know, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? That's the word I'm looking for. You can't improv yeah, how you're yeah. going to get to that other platform. You have to hit this jump, this jump, and this jump.
1: Oh, maybe. And yeah. I
0: wonder if that's why things like Super Meat Boy where it's like, you just hard scrabble to get to the end. We don't care how you're going to do it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Like like That's an interesting way to look at uh,
1: games I, that I don't. I always, I always assumed... My hate of fixed jump arcs was because I grew up in Europe, where we people had the greats of James Pond, James
0: Pond,
1: <laughs> Disney, Cosmic
0: yep. Spacehead. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh. cool The spot. true pioneers of the jump arc. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm sorry. So, this has been a little bit of a delve into desperados, a little mm. bit of a delve into our psyches. Who thought desperados was going to do that? Yeah. Um, okay, we are getting close to an hour, though, so we yeah, should yeah. probably wrap this up. Okay, Okay. so final thoughts-wise, mm-hmm. Desperados 3 is a fine game with a fun coat of paint, and that's really all I can say. It didn't disappoint me, it didn't appoint me. It just was. Um, I had fun with it while I was playing it, but I will never have an urge to play it again. Um... The, the their next game, the Shadow Gambit, yeah, whatever. The cursed crew, of the Dread Pearl, of, yeah, the cursed crew, whatever. I will play that because the wrapping looks fun, even though I know deep down in my brain that there's going to be an analogy to Hector, there's going to be an analogy to Kate, there's like there there are those archetypes that these games play off of. You can't play this kind of game without those archetypes without really shaking things up so yeah like like my final word on this is eh, it's okay
1: Hmm. yeah i i i go along the same route obviously it wasn't for me but it's no way that's this is a me problem not a game problem in terms of i would go higher than you probably like i think it is quite an exceptional example of a real-time taxi- tactics game, it expands on things that Shadow Tactics did that it made it slightly more interesting. Not the wrapping, but in terms of mechanics, there's just there's more going on, there's more people, there's more to do, there's more enemy types, which we never even got through, uh, just to briefly go. You've oh, got yeah. standard enemies you can trick, you've then got long-coat enemies that can see through, you know, like... Disguises, or they won't get lured, and then you've got kind of mini boss guys that you have to kill with Hector in a specific way. That's about it. I won't do any more about that. Um, but yeah, I I think this is like quite a fantastic game, and I do wish that I liked it. I I, I got off to a rollicking good start. I was reasonably hammering it hard until one point I just went. Uh, the level loaded in, and I just went, eh, well," and I can see what I need to do this is going to take forever to do it the way that I wanted to do it. And I know I could go and look at a guide or look at a speedrun or start killing people, but I don't want to do that. And the fact that to do it quickly meant I had to go and kill people just switched off my, my brain. But, I, again, I'll I'll play Shadow Gambit. I will hopefully get on better with that, just like I got on better with Desperados than Shadow Tactics. And I do think it's worth the play. Like, it's it's great. It's just not for me.
0: And I will say as uh, kind of a final word on the subject, IO, oh, please make this man another Hitman game. He's driving me insane. Just make another Hitman game, okay? Just, just call it Hit... Go like the, uh, the Armored Core route. Instead of For Answer, be like Hitman colon For Craig. <laughs> Th- that way he can get all his stealth jimmies out. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, I think much like the adventure game or the strategy game, we have given each other really good examples of the ones we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And now it's a fun game of, is this in the middle enough to where we'll both enjoy it? Yeah. And this is not, this is too much to the side of Dave on that, that gradient scale. So but there I, will be eventually...
1: Yeah, it is so close, and we have been at this for like eight years or something ridiculous. Like, we will get there. <laughs> oh yeah, eventually, eventually, we will
0: find that game. For 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 a hot minute, I thought it was left alive, and then oh, Craig convinced oh. the entire world that that game was garbage, oh. and I, I I don't understand. <laughs> um, all right, uh, just for a dumb question because I'm always curious about like like your opinion, Thief. Better or worse than Desperados um, in terms of the, fun
1: stealth. The re the The remake, that's oh, yeah. the old one. Uh, Thief 2016, 2018. Somewhere in that ballpark is a fantastic stealth game. Uh, like Thief was never br- the best, uh, I thought it was brilliant. Great world building, had a good wee hub area, and the missions properly let you stealth in a really satisfying way. So I, I really enjoyed Thief. Despite the fact it took me until it was £2.13 to buy it on the PlayStation Store. <laughs> like, I was really well, hesitant.
0: In contrast, Thief was a fun stealth game where I whacked a lot of people with a blackjack. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that is your bonus review of Thief. Um, a game the internet hates almost as much as Left Alive. Oh. So... Thank you very much for listening to us ramble and find out a little bit about ourselves along the way. Um, Next up, we have our spooky month, right? Spooky month is next? Yeah. Okay. So with all of that being said, it is nice to be talking to you, dear listener, again. All five of you Mm -hmm. who are strangely based in Norway. (laughs) But um, it's nice to see you again. Thank you very much for sticking around through the break and the game of the year and us rejiggering everything to work for us now. Um, next up, we have Evil West. Because it's also in the West. Yeah. Not as far west as Norway, but close. Um, if you have any thoughts on Street, or, you know what, even even Shadow Tactics or if it comes out after the Curse Crew and you listen to it, then we'd love to hear your thoughts on how you approach this style of stealth game and whether or not it's successful for you. Um, same thing with Evil West. Very much not a stealth game, but we're interested to see your thoughts because that's a very interesting double-A game. Yeah. Now... If you have those thoughts and you're like, but Dave, how do I get them to you? My carrier pigeons are dead. (laughs) Um, You can do so at thebiteffect.com or if you know where we live, you could knock on our door at two in the morning. Yeah. That's up to you. Whatever's easier. Um, And yeah, that's it. I think that's all we have. So, Craig. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's been nice talking to you, my friend.
1: It has. uh, It's been... um... Oh, I can't even. I can't. Uh, uh, it's been a rootin', tootin' good time. All right, <laughs> and
0: as Mahatma Gandhi was known to say on occasion, "Y'all come back now. you hear